What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Next Level Freedom Church podcast. My name is Trenton Cruz. I'm the lead pastor of Next Level Freedom Church in Jackson, Missouri. If you're seeking a church family that can help you grow in your relationship with Christ, or maybe you just want to check us out online, be sure to check out our website, www.nextlevelfreedomchurch.com. I hope today's episode will inspire you and encourage you as you fulfill the destiny God has for your life and fulfill your divine purpose in God's master plan. Thanks for tuning and God bless. You're tuning with us online this morning. We just want to thank you and we just say God bless you. Amen. God bless you. Thank you for joining with us online. My name is Trenton Cruz. I'm the lead pastor of Next Level Freedom Church here in Jackson, Missouri. We are located at 1225 Old Cape Road. Jackson, Missouri. If you'd like to meet us live and in person, you can join us on a Sunday morning at 10 a.m. or a Wednesday evening at 7 p.m. We want to pray for you. Amen. If you're struggling with stuff, so are we. So we want to pray with you. Amen. How many of y'all can testify? God's doing stuff in this house. So if you need prayer, this is the place to be. But God bless you. Thank you for joining with us online. We hope to meet you in person real soon, if not next week. All right. Thank you so much for joining with us, though. All right. We've been doing this leadership series is what I ended up calling it, and uh, we've got a couple more left here on the ballot, I guess you could say, before we get ready to move on, but I really believe God is up to something, amen? God is training up leaders to lead the church, amen? All right, thank you, Anna. Amen? God is training up leaders to lead the church, and one of those leaders is with us this morning. And his name is Pastor Zach David. He is our youth pastor here at Next Level Freedom Church. Most of you here know that. Those of you online, that's who this next guest is. Come on down, Zach. As he's getting ready to come, help me welcome Pastor Zach David. I tell you what, I'm still super nervous. I'll be honest with you. I'm no less nervous than the last time, so. All right, so I know the last couple Sundays, uh, the message has been more focused toward the kids, and I'm going to continue on with that, okay? Um, except I'm going to do things a little differently. I kind of sit in the back most days, you know, kind of I'm, I'm observant, watching everybody, and I notice that, you know, the youth and the kids, they, they need to be involved, okay? If they're not involved, they lose attention real fast. And that's what I've, one thing I've learned over the past year being the youth pastor, you know? Uh, it, they got a short attention spans, real short. A lot shorter than when we were kids, I think. But I think the internet has a lot to do with that, and, and electronics and everything else, right? So, so that so you gotta, in order to keep their attention, I've learned you gotta get them involved. They have to participate. So today, as I'm going over my message, instead of me reading my scriptures, they're gonna read them for me. I've picked them out for each one of the youth, so they'll come up when I call them, and they'll read the scripture that I've you know picked out for each one of them, and individually picked out each one. For the children. Anyways, um, for the youth. Kids, next time I'll... So anyways, um, so I had a completely different message. Uh, I, when I was told that I was going to do this or when I was asked to, I picked the last date, which ended up being Lisa's now. But because I thought I needed time, right? I was like, man, I don't know what I'm going to do, you know? And so I, I had a completely different message whenever I first was, you know thinking about this and last minute God kind of changed it on me you know he's like no 
no, I don't want you to do that, you know, because I sat down that night and I, I prayed. And I said, come on, God, give me give me what I'm supposed to write, you know, give me what I, what I need to tell everyone. And I just drew a blank, nothing. I'm like, well, this is great, you know, what am I going to do? You know, I'm like, gosh dang, what am I going to do? So the next morning at work I was driving, and, you know, I, when I'm driving in the morning I usually spend time in prayer. So I'm praying, you know, and I'm like, you know, give it to me, God. I want to do something, but I want to be different. You know, I want it to be different than, than everyone else. I, you know, set me aside differently. You know, let me let me preach a different message. And uh, so so it just hit me. It's like, this is what I want you to do, and I want you to have the kids give your give your scriptures. And I was like, okay, that's good. You know, I like that. And I'm like, what well, of what? And then this scripture started coming to mind where uh, I, I couldn't remember the scripture offhand. It was... Jesus was telling his disciples to come to him like a child, right? And I'm thinking, I couldn't think of what the scripture was offhand. You know, I knew I'd heard the scripture a thousand times, right? But I just, I couldn't, it wasn't clicking, you know, where it was at. So uh, when I was, when I finally stopped driving, of course, I wasn't going to look it up while I was driving. You know, I started looking it up into the scripture. And the scripture that, I was, well, there was two of them. One was in Mark and one was in Matthew. But I liked Matthew's a little better because I think he went into more depth about it. Um, so the scripture is Matthew 18, 1 through 6. This is the one scripture that I'm going to read. Okay. And it says, At that time the disciples came to Jesus and asked, So who is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? I think at this time the disciples were arguing about who was going to be greater, right? Um, okay, so who is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? He called the small child and had him stand among them. Truly I tell you, he said, unless you turn and become like little children, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. Therefore, whoever humbles himself like this child, this one is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. And whoever welcomes one child like this in my name welcomes me. So I'm thinking, you know, I wonder what exactly he meant. You know, I kind of had an idea of what Jesus was saying to come to me like a child, you know. But, but I'm thinking to myself, you know, how can I explain that to maybe those who... Our kids are those who maybe don't understand. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I I had an idea, but I didn't fully understand what he was trying to say. So I'm thinking, well, man, I mean, I know my kids come to me with attitude, and you know, give give me all kinds of grief sometimes. You know, I'm like, I surely can't be coming to him like that. That's not going to get me anywhere. You know, so I'm like, no. So I started. So I decided I I got this uh, study Bible uh, for Christmas, uh, and I decided I was going to, they have a reference part in the back of the Bible where you could reference words, and so I started referencing the word child and children, and so I, I mean, there, there's a lot of times in this Bible that it says child and children, you know, so it took me a couple hours that as I'm going through these and I'm picking out these messages, I'm like, okay, I'm going to use what the Bible says that child and children are, and I'm going to come up with what I think, you know, or what God's telling me that these scriptures are telling me what, how we need to come to him, right, as a child. So, the first one is in Genesis, and mostly in Genesis, Genesis through Deuteronomy, uh, God, when he references child, he's talking about Israel, right? You know, and uh, so he's talking about, mostly when, he, when the word child or children came up, it was willing to be taught, you know, at that time, the, the Israelites, they were, you know, they were doing wrong a lot, a lot of times, you know, I mean, he brought them from Israel, they wandered the the wilderness for 40 years, you know, because they just didn't, they didn't want to obey. They didn't want to listen, you know, they just kept falling aside. And so my first, uh, my first one's Deuteronomy 11, 18 through 21. Shaden. 
imprint these words of mine on your hearts and minds, uh, bind them as a sign on your hands, and let them be a symbol on your foreheads. Teach them to your children, talking about them when you sit in your house and when you walk along the road, when you lie down and when you get up. Write them on your doorposts of your house and on your city gates, so that as long as the heavens are above the earth, your days and those of your children may be many in the land of the Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Shane. Okay. All right, so yeah, like I said, willing to be taught. We have to come to Jesus, or come to Jesus willing to be taught, willing for him to teach us something. All right, Brooklyn, here, I got, I got one for you, Brooke. You got yours? Okay. All right, yours is Proverbs 22.6. Okay, you got it highlighted. Good job. Um, direct your children into the right path, and when they are older, they will not leave it. Thank you. So, I think that is the first thing that came to me as I was reading all these scriptures, that we have to come to him, and we all have to be willing to let him teach us something. Let him teach us how to love him and, and have a relationship with him. Secondly, as I was going through, uh, you know, Psalms and Isaiah and some of uh, the New Testament, you know, as I'm referencing the word child and children, I, I come up with vulnerable, you know, we have to come to Jesus and we have to be vulnerable, you know, like, like children, you know, children are vulnerable, you know, and they're, they're vulnerable to everything, you know, so we have to come to him being vulnerable. Okay, uh, Taylor, you're up. Another sign appeared in heaven. There was a great fiery red dragon having seven heads and ten horns, and on its head were seven crowns. Its tail swept away a third of the stars in the heaven and hurled them toward the earth. And the dragon stood in front of the woman who was about to give birth, so that when she did, she gave birth, it might devour her child. Thank you. All right, so children are vulnerable, right? You know, babies are more vulnerable than any other child. So it's important that we come to Jesus vulnerable, you know, to, to just be vulnerable to him, all right? So as I kept on referencing the word child and children, in there, and and this is the kind of the order that I was getting them in as I'm reading these scriptures. And I'm I'm telling you, there's so many scriptures that reference child and children. It took me like two hours to go through them all, and I'm trying to funnel through them, deciding which ones I wanted to use. So the as I'm going through Hosea and Ephesians and Colossians, you know, I come up with obedient, right? So we need to come to Jesus and we need to be obedient, willing to listen, willing to do what He wants us to do, right? To be obedient to Him, truly obedient. All right, Ray, you're up. Children, obey your parents in the Lord because this is right. Honor your father and mother, which is one first commandment with a promise. So that is so that is it may go well with you and that you may have a long life in the land. Fathers, don't stir up anger in your children, but bring them up in the training and instruction um, of the Lord. So We'll live longer if we obey our parents. That's right. I think all of you need to take that. <laughs> all of you kids better receive that one, okay? <laughs> I think all of us fathers are, you know, could be guilty of stirring them up sometimes too, so. <laughs> all right. Um, okay, so I had other messages uh, for Braden and Nate who didn't show up. So I'll read uh, Braden's real quick. Um, 
I didn't know if he was going to or not, so I I figured I'd put him in there just because. So uh, this is in Hosea 11. When Israel was a child, I loved him, and out of Egypt I called my son. Israel called to the Egyptians, even as Israel was leaving them, they kept sacrificing to Baals and burning offerings to idols. So like he was saying, you know, that and that they were being disobedient, the the uh, Israelites were. When they left Egypt, you know, that's why they wandered for 40 years, because they kept on worshiping other gods when they were supposed to just be worshiping the one and true God. Okay, so moving on. I mean, and, and look, I'm, I'm just, I just weeded out some of these, right? Because, I mean, if, we, if I went through all of these... We would be here forever, and I'm not gonna. And, and my message isn't very long, but it's just straight and kind of simple and to the point, right? You know. So uh, my last one is we got to come to Jesus being trusting, right? We got to our faithful, you know. But I, I pick trusting, but faithful's in on it too, right? So we got to be able to trust him. We got to be able to trust that he's going to lead us in the right direction. That if we trust him, that he's going to love us, and he's going to take care of us, and he's going to. Just fulfill, help us fulfill our own destinies, right? So, Jasmine? The Spirit himself testifies together with our spirit that we are God's children. And if children also heirs of God and co-heirs with Christ, if indeed we suffer with him so that we may also be glorified with him. So we got to come to him. We had to come to him being trusting, right? So, I mean, all together, I know this wasn't long, and I'm, I'm, I'm trying to drag it out a little bit longer, but um, so as I'm going through all this, you know, and I'm trying to, you know, figure out, you know, how are we to come to him like a child, right? I know that sounds crazy, but, you know, but we do. We got to come to him willing willing like children are you know we got to come to them to be willing to be taught right so we need to be willing to be taught at all times right we got to come to him vulnerable we got to be vulnerable when we come to him god i love you you know use me we got to be obedient and we got to be willing to listen we got to be willing to do what he's asking of us right we got to be willing to believe that whatever we're hearing is what he's you know wanting us to do we got to be able to believe and last, we got to be trusting. We got to trust that He's always going to lead us in the right direction, right? He's always going to push us the way we need to go. And we've always got to just believe that He's got our best interest in His heart. And that's all I got, guys.